everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. Before we get started, the big race for which country outside of the United States is kicking ass in the attendance of viewing this podcast is heating up. Now, nobody's touching Ireland. Ireland's kicking the ass off of everybody. However, space number three is now being filled by a newcomer. Of all places, Hong Kong. How does that work? I don't know. They speak a different language there. Plus, I've always been told I'm a little too rude for the Asian world. But they've displaced Australia. So, good day, mate. You're out that fucking door. Oh, and then the other demographic that I find a little shocking is that men are at 42%. Women are at 46%. Which I find fascinating because, for the most part, I'm kind of an asshole. So I, I tend to offend women. So how in the world are they my main, one of my strongest demographics? Go figure that one. But on with today. You know, we live in a world that tends to be so anti-judgmental that everyone will tell you don't judge. And they go to great lengths to explain why you shouldn't judge right before they all begin judging. I think we're a little more judgmental as a society now. As long as you do it in a very backhanded manner. It's like politics. I mean, we have an election coming up, and it depends on what social media you're talking to, but if you're in the right echo chamber on either side, all you hear is people talking and saying the same thing, agreeing with each other, being all thrilled about it, but God forbid somebody disagree with that. Immediately, the attacks begin. It's kind of fascinating. If that's not judgmental, I don't know what is. Because it's never attacking them on the merits of their statement or the merits of their argument. It's always, well, I think this, based on this judgment and this treaty that was signed or, you know, whatever they're talking about, and then somebody else will come in, oh, great, some brain-dead redneck or some ultra, you know, screechy liberal. And it's just fascinating, the people that have no argument. When I took debate in high school and then again in college, both teachers, two completely separate teachers, but both taught the same class. They said the first person to use personal attacks and profanity are admitting publicly that they do not understand the context of their statement, which is pretty accurate. I mean, I can keep my cool and argue about what I want to argue with you about all night long, except that my goal is a little different. What I look for is to get you to lose your cool. I want you to curse at me. And it's an interesting thing because I get judged about that a lot by people that claim, well, I don't judge. It's not right to judge. It's bullying. It's wrong. We all have to love each other. And then they begin judging nonstop. I'll judge. I don't claim not to. At least it's honest. But it's a, the, the most interesting thing is when you're talking to people who are convinced that they are very non-judgmental. Those are usually your worst offenders. Those are the ones that will shit on everyone around them and then be shocked that they said something that could possibly offend someone. And then they fall back on this thing. Well, you know, hey, the truth hurts. Mm, perspective is not truth. That and you also have to ask yourself... Is it your truth to talk about? Trust me, if I offend you, it's a calculated thing. But if you suddenly find yourself backed into a corner because you ran your mouth, 
you don't suddenly get to pony up this, oh, it's, you know, hey, truth hurts. Eh, you just, you shit on somebody and you didn't realize that you were overstepping. That means you're not paying any attention to anyone but yourself. It's a very narcissistic form of arguing. You're not paying attention to their reactions to things. You're only excited about your own. Whereas I'm the opposite. I'm In real life, I'm actually a bit of a narcissist. But when it comes to debate, arguing, getting under people's skin, I'm the opposite of that. I'm into you. I'm into your feelings, emotions, reactions. In almost a weird, kind of a creepy way, but it's, you know, it's important to have a hobby these days. That's part of what the pandemic is ruining for me. I don't get to go out and people watch. Because like I say, I people watch, but with kind of an evil eye and a sarcastic mind. But it's that judgmental streak that I think we all possess. And some people like to admit it, some people don't, but it's still judgmental. And that's what kind of all that together leads us to today's episode, Avoid Eye Contact, It's for the Best, on today's Caffeinated Humor. I've been sitting in Starbucks for 15 minutes now, and I still do not have any coffee. More specifically, I'm afraid to get my coffee. It's a superficial thing, and I realize I'm being a child about this, but the cashier is creeping me out. I'm in a Starbucks. It's one I don't normally frequent. I don't know these people. And there is something wrong with the cashier to the point that I am paralyzed in fear. He's a young kid, short brown hair, glasses, intelligent look in his eyes. But above those eyes, one thick eyebrow. Thick, bushy eyebrow. Just the one, over both eyes. Think of a caterpillar that doesn't quit moving. In a bizarre way, the only thing that I get that comes to mind when I try to describe this is he's like an Armenian Harry Potter. I mean, it all started when I came through the front door. Potter's head snapped around like he had radar, and he locked eyes with me. Welcome to Starbucks. And the brows started moving and undulating and staring at me, and I broke. Not often it happens, but it happened. I shook my head, I mumbled something, I took a seat. It's been 15 minutes now. I've decided to wait him out. I mean, he's got to break, take a break sometime. I mean, at Starbucks, by law, he has to take a coffee break. Which is weird, being in a Starbucks, you have to take a coffee break. It's like being in a crack house and once every four hours you're required to smoke crack. I'm beginning to seriously jones for my morning coffee. Caffeine is an addiction that will trump creepy in the end in the whole grand scheme of things. So I finally get up. I approach the counter like a character in a horror film. That sense of impending doom running up my spine. Sphincter so tight you couldn't get a pin up my ass with a jackhammer. I spew out my order, slap down money, and slide to the right. Same MO as the Soup Nazi episode of Seinfeld. Avoid eye contact, try to be invisible. But Harry is not done with me. Sir, your receipt. Now in any Starbucks on the planet, they don't give a shit if you have your receipt. They ask you if you want it, but they never have it in hand. If you do ask for it, they kind of sigh, you're ruining their morning, and they 
reluctantly get it. I actually had one that had to call someone over to figure it out. Now Potter is holding up like he's Charlie with the golden ticket. Well, not today, Veruca. I play dumb. Just angle my head further to the right, just enough so that it's plausible that I don't see him. Now on the bulletin board on the wall is an ad for a drum circle at Hermosa Pier. I decide to become incredibly engrossed in this. The weird part is, I love drum circles. The thing I don't like, the people who are hardcore drum, drum circle people. They always have like incredibly calloused hands and they stink of patchouli oil. An element of old weird hippie to them that just throws me off. But they can drum their asses off. Potter tries a few more times and then finally gives up, taking the order of the next creeped out customer behind me. I begin to watch how he interacts with the people in line. Some are really bad at hiding their discomfort, at least it's not just me. But they peer at him like a distasteful bug that are, they're handing money to, holding it out like rich people handing money to a smelly bum. You have to wonder what the manager was thinking when he hired Potter, unless... Of course, all falls into place. Potter is the manager. And managers, by definition, are always a little creepy. After all, rank half privilege. Even if that privilege is a little bit creepy. At least I got my coffee. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day. Mm -hmm.